Good Tuesday evening, everyone. Mark Ambrose here in Philadelphia. Let's go down to Fort Worth, Texas, where I've undefeated featherweight 9-0 Edward Vasquez uh, joining us. Hey, Edward, what's happening? Hey, what's going on, man? I appreciate you having me on, man. What's going on? It looks like you're just lounging out there, out in the sunlight <laughs> there. I mean, you're out on the porch just hanging out? Yeah, man, enjoying this, you know, nice Texas weather, man. So, uh, real quickly, uh, the Fort Worth, that was the boxing capital of the world over the weekend. You happened to catch that fight? Uh, man, I did, and it was awesome, man. It was cool to see, you know, Fort Worth boxing, the boxing scene thriving and uh, all the fans out, man. I think there's about 5,000 people there because it was limited capacity. Correct. And it, it sure did seem like more than 5,000. I, I heard that this morning that it was 5,000. I, I thought it was more like 10, 15,000. It was a ton of people. It was, it was a loud crowd, man. It was awesome. Are you friendly with Virgil and or Maurice? Um, yeah, I'm, so I'm more friendly with Maurice. Maurice mm -hmm. actually came out to one of my fights out in uh, San Diego. Um, and Virgil, I grew up, we grew up fighting on the same uh, Texas team, like traveling around the nation and things like that. So uh, we never like fought each other or really like trained with each other, but we were on the same uh, traveling team. So yeah, I, I know Virgil since I was a kid. There you go. So let's let's get into you. Uh... You and your story. So we're nine and zero. Uh, you've uh, you know looked down your record. You've defeated three undefeated fighters. A guy eleven and one, fourteen and two, and uh, you know you, you've been matched pretty tough uh, earlier in your career. Uh, take take us through that. Uh, you know the first nine fights of your career. Yes, sir, man. So you know I, I kind of had a slow start. You know, starting off um, in my career, I I was uh, kind of managed wrong in the in the very beginning of my career. Um, and I was kind of promoted wrong, and um, I just kind of took any fight, any opportunity that came my way. I mean, I, I live in the gym, and, you know, and, and I'm, I'm always ready, so uh, I just kind of, you know, just took whatever was presented to me, and, uh, you know, it, it I, I beat everyone, so, uh, I mean, I'm thankful for that, but now I, um, moving on to, you know, the later on in my career now, I, I've just signed with uh, – Jim Kurtz and Dave Dubinsky, and um, I think they're going to move me a little bit better than I did in my first nine fights, and so uh, we're expecting pretty good things, man. Well, we'll get in that in, in, in a minute. You mentioned that you you know you kind of took fights on the whim, uh, you know, kind of short notice and all that. Usually, those guys are, are the guys brought in to lose. Is, I mean, was that the case where you put on B sides? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I was put on the B side, even though I was the promoted fighter. <laughs> Um, I'm pretty sure I was put on the B side. I mean, I went into uh, a guy's back backyard out in San Diego. He was undefeated, and um, I beat him out there. But yeah, I mean, most of the time it felt like B side fights. But it, you know, I, I don't care. You know, B side, C side, D side don't matter. He's still gonna win. <laughs> so before you turn pro, you have a, you were 82 and eight as an amateur, pretty good, yes, pretty good amateur fighter. Uh, did you win any local, regional uh, titles? Yes, sir. So I had. Um, I won the Junior Olympic State Championship here, and then I uh, I was runner-up out in finals out in Mobile, Alabama. Um, I won, you know, there's a ton of fights, that, you know, that I that I won and a lot of you know little titles that I won. But that was probably one of the more significant ones. Did you have any amateur rivals that we would have heard of? You know, uh, the, the boxing fan who, who, who was anyone out there that uh, you know that that you kind of butted heads three or four times with that that we may have known. No, no, man, no. You know what? It, it was uh, a lot. A lot of these guys were local guys because you know, growing up with my my parents never really had too much time or money to you know get me traveling all around the country. You know, so when we could travel, when when USA Boxing would pay for it, we would travel. 
but it didn't always happen. And so uh, it was just mainly a lot of the guys here from the DFW. And a lot of times these guys from here from DFW, there's a lot of talent, but they don't make it out. And so, you know, usually they're not, they're not known. Yeah. I mean, we mentioned, obviously Maurice and we mentioned, um, we mentioned Virgil who fought over the weekend, obviously Errol Spence, uh, yourself now included nine and oh, some, some other solid fighters uh, from the, the DFW, I'm, I'm from Philly, so I have a hard time saying DFW, <laughs> Dallas, Fort Worth. Um, so, yeah, like you said, it's, it's, it's a pretty nice little breeding ground down there. Yeah, man, we got a lot, a lot of, a lot of hot talent out here, man. They just, they kind of need a platform, and, and that's kind of what one of my goals is with, uh, with my career. You know, I hope to one day be able to have that platform to bring boxing back here, like kind of like it was this weekend, but more frequently. And, you know, kind of provide, you know, opportunity for the guys come uh, up and coming. Because, man, like I said, there's a ton of talent out here. Just no platforms, no outlets. And so, you know, that's kind of one of my goals to do, man. I also believe I, I was talking, uh, I heard that one of your goals also is to hopefully perform one day where the big fight May 8th with Canelo and uh, and Billy Joe Saunders. Uh, I'm, I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan, so I'll just say, <laughs> I, I just call it that big stadium down in Dallas. <laughs> that's funny, man. Yeah, man, that would, that's one of my dreams, man. You know, I had a dream to fight in the MGM and fight in the Cowboy Stadium. And, and past, this past September, I just fought in the MGM Grand. So we marked that off, and now I want to find the Cowboy Stadium, and uh, hopefully, you know, with my new management team, I think they'll be able to pull some strings to make that happen. And you did that whole bubble situation. Yeah, man. I mean, honestly, you know, the bubble, in in my opinion, it was uh, I liked it, man. You know, I I don't really struggle too much with weight or anything, and so uh, it was kind of easy for me. It was uh, less stress. I didn't have to deal with any any of the crowd or any anybody blowing you up asking you you know how much your tickets or when can i come in when are the doors open you know all that stuff that fighters deal with but i i really liked it man there was no pressure and i was able to focus and i could you know me and my coach were it was just me and my coach that's it no nothing else and you i mean obviously you, like you said no distractions even even temptations to walk around the casino i know i've been to a lot of fights there you'll see fighters you know at least you know to stretch their legs out a little bit, walk around the casinos. You couldn't even do that. So, uh, yeah, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, did you, did, I mean, in terms of not, you know, you guys probably like to at least be a little bit active, you know, stretch your legs out. Did, was that even, uh, did, was that bothersome at all that you couldn't do that? Just take a little walk. So at the, at the, uh, um, top rank bubble, they actually have a, uh, bubble gym that you can oh, go, yeah. go to mm-hmm. and train. So we, we got a little bit of that, but honestly, man, we arrived like, I think it was one day, yeah, one day before the weigh-in, and um, I, I like to just relax, man. You know, a lot of people are out cutting weight and running and stuff. And me, I just like to relax and recharge. Come weigh-in day, I just weigh in and eat, and I'm I'm back going, you know. So um, I, I don't really don't mind. Like I said, it it, it didn't bother me at all. Um, the second bubble that I was in over at uh, it was also in L.A. or the first one was in uh, Las Vegas. The second one was in L.A. and uh, that one was awesome, man. They I think they rented out the entire um, hotel, and we were just able to kind of just roam around whenever we wanted. It was pretty cool. I, I really liked that one. And and that was on the Tyson Roy Jones card. Yeah, Tyson Roy Jones card. Yes, sir. It was it was awesome, man. There's you know, uh, it was cool to see you know all the all the uh, celebrities and all the um, you know Mike Tyson and Roy Jones. It was pretty cool to see all that and be you know in that. You know, rubbing shoulders with those guys. It was, it was pretty cool, man. Y- your managers were kidding with me that. Uh... 
you guys are the main event and Tyson Jones is the walkout man. <laughs> you know, a lot of people say that. A lot of people were like, hey, man, that was one of the best fights of the night. And, you know, like I tell people, it's, it's because me and Irvin had something to fight for. You know, we, we're defending our, our record and we're trying to move up and everybody else is just trying to make a buck. You know, and which is which is fine, but you know that's why it was the best fight because we we had to give it everything we had. When you saw, and I'm sure you've heard the numbers, one about 1.5, 1.6 million people paid for on pay per view, and obviously when they, when they bought it, you, I mean, if they bought it at the beginning, the first face they saw was you. I mean, what, what, did you did you kind of soak that in a little bit? That hey, you know, I I performed in front of a ton of people. You know, obviously, they, I would imagine most of them did pay to see Tyson and Jones and Jake Paul, but a lot of people paid their hard-earned money, and you and Irvin gave them a hell of a show to, to kick things off. Yeah, man, I received a lot of messages and a lot of love about that, man. You know, a lot of people, like I said, they were saying it was the best fight of the night, and uh, I gained a whole lot of fans, a lot more followers. So it was pretty cool, but at the time, man, I, I didn't even want to, pay attention to any of that um you know i kept telling my coach i don't care about any of these guys i don't care who's on the card or who's around us or who's watching i i just i was just focused i was so focused man on on sticking to the game plan not just winning the fight sticking to the game plan i had learned from my fight in um september i kind of i kind of blacked out like in the first round i kind of just was going through the motions you know and i think i just let the um the atmosphere get to me and so in my uh, november fight i made sure that you know i didn't pay any mind to any of that man it was just like another day in the gym and so yeah you know after the fight it was it was a uh, you know to soak it in it was it was a really cool feeling man I'm, I'm just grateful for the opportunity man i mean i, I always knew this would happen you know I, it doesn't surprise me <laughs> going back to that september fight did you learn something about yourself you mentioned uh you kind of were a little, little bit in a little bit of a fog on the fight you 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 were you were put down early in the fight. Did you learn something about yourself coming yeah, back man. to 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 win to win that fight? Yeah, man. So I you know I learned that you know I I need to like I said I need to fully focus and not, on not just winning the fight but sticking to the game plan. You know I I went out there and I uh, I felt really good going in, man. Like even the ring walk, I felt good. But as soon as I got into the ring, it's almost like. Everything that coach went over with me is just out the window. And uh, once I got clipped, I think it was the second round, I got clipped. And I can remember telling myself in my head, like, you need to plant your feet. You need to do what we've been working on. And as soon as I did that, it's, you know, the whole momentum changed. And so, you know, that that's what I took that from that fight and, you know, took it to my next fight. And, and I kept telling myself, it's, it's almost like I kept singing it to myself. I got to stay focused. I got to stay focused. I got to stay focused. And. I mean, it, it worked, man. I'm I'm not a doctor or a psychiatrist, but you mentioned how badly you wanted to fight at the MGM Grand. Did, did that kind of sink in a little bit, maybe? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, uh, it probably was, man. You know, it's <laughs> kind of, like I said, I blacked out, so it's kind of almost hard to remember. You know, mm -hmm. I, I that that whole fight, I, I can remember, like, getting dropped and getting back up, but after that and before that, it's kind of hard to remember the whole thing. I think I was just, you know, in the moment, man, and and uh running off adrenaline damn near you know and uh that's you know sometimes you can get away with it and i did get away with it but you know i learned from that because that could be a big mistake man and, and that probably helped you prepare or helped you in that um in that november fight because obviously that was an equally as big a stage with tyson and everything going on 
So probably, I mean, did that kind of help you? That experience from September help you in November? Absolutely, and I think I think um, I also had that edge on Irving. You know, he hadn't. I think he fought a lot in his hometown. Really, really comfortable. Like I said, I've been on the road. I fought undefeated guys, and so uh, I think that particular um, you know situation, me going down and having to get back up and blocking out things like that. I think that helped me a whole lot, man. Absolutely. Got some people chiming in. Uh, Hector Saldivia. Uh, this may be a little bit premature. Do you think Volcaro Navarati has decided to hold up against you in the uh, against you guys at featherweight? You, 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 you're you're more you're more of an. I mean, I know you turned pro at lightweight. Navarate, who's the WBO featherweight champion. Oh, okay, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about. What are your thoughts on him? Uh, man, I, I, man, let's let's run it. I would love to fight him, man. <laughs> he's uh. He, He's a come forward fighter, and I'm a come forward fighter, and uh, I think the you know the smarter man wins, and I'm always the smarter man. Um, so let's. Uh, uh, so how did you get involved in boxing? What what got you to the gym at a young age? Uh, what, what made you want to start boxing? So I come from uh, mainly a baseball family, but my we do have boxers in my family, and my grandpa was a fighter, and uh, we just always you know a, a Mexican household. You know, we always get together, have cookouts, and watch boxing. And I can I can remember you know going back to like you know the um, Oscar De La Hoya versus Vargas days, and uh, I just I, I started off playing baseball, and I always told my dad when I turned seven years old, all I want for my birthday is just to join a boxing gym. And so when I turned seven years old, he you know he made that happen, and we never looked back, man. It was uh, you know I well, like it, like I said, I come from a boxing family, so my dad's always had me training since I was like four years old. Four or five years old, I would run with him every single day, and it was just kind of like a visual visualization type thing where I could always see myself being a champion. And uh, you know, I, I didn't know at the time, but um, I was on to something. <laughs> how how far did you take baseball? To what age? Uh, about six, six, seven years old. Oh, okay, so you didn't even go through little league and all that other stuff. I, yeah, I did like coach pitch and maybe like a year of minors or something, but nothing really. Uh, but all my, you know, I have three brothers and one sister and they all they all played baseball also and uh my dad played baseball it, we, i mean even till this day they're still really big into baseball you know I'm, I'm pretty much the only fighter in the family right now my good buddy frankie lazar what separates you from other boxers strengths and weaknesses what was that say it. what separates you from other boxers what are your strengths and weaknesses my, my ring iq man i you know i like to outthink fighters um I'm, i i do a lot of studying you know a lot of film study and so um, I don't just go in just to fight, you know. I'm pretty much running plays in there, um, kind of like Tom Brady, you know. He, he's not just out there throwing the football. He he's dissected you before the game, and then he goes out there and he executes. And that's kind of something that I do that I feel like a lot of fighters don't. You ask a lot of fighters, they say they don't watch film when they're fucking stupid. <laughs> well, if you, if you can get seven world titles like Brady, then, then I, th- I think you would have had a pretty good career, huh? <laughs> right. <laughs> So, so on your head, uh, you have a, uh, a hat, DKO Boxing, your new management team. Uh, you know, uh, well, what do you want to, to talk about? You, I know you signed uh, very recently, I think last week, uh, uh, to talk about how that all came about. Yeah, man. So uh, I've, I've, I was signed, I've been signed with John Anderson, John Anderson Promotions, KO Night Boxing. And um, he, uh, we were going to renew our contract this year. And um, he brought on, the idea of uh, bringing on a new management team and uh you know i i kind of had a bad taste about managers just because i've been screwed before and so uh 
you know, he, he, he put it in my ear and I considered it. And then he said, uh, let's meet out in Florida, out in Daytona, Florida. Um, you know, we'll have lunch, you know, have dinner and, you know, and talk about it. And uh, just meeting these guys, man, they were solid guys off the rip, you know, and they had a, good plans for me and uh, they have a lot of good connections. And so we made that happen, man. We signed a three-year deal with DKO Boxing. And, um, you know, thank you to, you know, Dave and Jim for the opportunity, man. This is, uh, like I always say, this, you know, I'm not to know, but this is still only the beginning, man. And there's some big things in the works right now, man. And I'm going to take advantage of it all. It's funny. You were in Daytona last week. I think it was spring break there, I think, last week. When yeah, was it was pretty age, wild out there. <laughs> when I was your age, I, I, I would have been on the first plane over down 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 to, uh, <laughs> down to D Daytona. Another comment: uh, Frank Lazar asked a question about your strengths as a great game plan, uh, getting into the boxing match. Great, he said, great answer. So, hey, I appreciate uh, it, man. Thank you. So, when do we expect to see you in the ring next? I mean, you should see me in the ring late April, maybe early May. Um, definitely within a month or so, you know, and. Uh, I'm just whenever they give me the phone call, man, I'll be ready. You know, I'm I'm ready all year long. Like I say, I live in the gym and I'm not afraid to fight anybody. So let's run it. Like I told my managers, just give me the phone call, man. The, um, what, what's your style? I mean, it, it's funny. You look at the record 901 knockout, but the, the fight with Gonzalez, you didn't look. I mean, you, you picture a guy who just likes to box. I mean, you, you were you were bringing it against Gonzalez. So, uh, I mean, I. I I think the one knockout's a little deceiving. Would you say that? Absolutely, man. And, um, you know, I can box your ears off or I can take it to you. And like I said, it's it, you, there, I don't, there's no really a style that you put to me because I can make adaptions really quick. And it, it just all depends on what, what you're putting in front of me. You know, like I said, I'll study and I'll study, I'll study, and um, I'll come up with the game plan. And everybody's different, so I'm going to have different game plans every time. But the, the thing about me is I've been doing this for 18 years and I'm really big on fundamentals. And so I can, you know, I can change that up really quick and my fundamentals will always be sound. Who's your trainer? Give him a shout out. Uh, Coach Ray Ray, Ray Barrera out here at FHG Boxing in Fort Worth, Texas, man. Yes, sir. We, we, start, we started this talking about it, Fort Worth, so we'll end it in a second. You a Cowboys fan? I, oh man, diehard Cowboys fan, man. <laughs> Born and raised a Cowboys fan, and now die a Cowboys fan. <laughs> this was this was a great interview up until then. <laughs> hey, but they've they've been looking terrible the past couple of years, man. But and they overpaid. They just overpaid for the quarterback. I, I'm know. not going to disagree with you, man. I'm not going to disagree with you, but I'm I'm hoping that we'll be able to pull something off and hopefully uh, get get another. Uh, Super Bowl, I think it's been like 25 years, 26 years, before I was born. <laughs> and, and 21, I think, has seen his better days as a running back. But we'll talk. We'll get to that. <laughs> when I interview you during, during the season, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. What do you want to say <laughs> What do you want to say to the fans out there before we let you go? Man, I just want to say I appreciate you guys for supporting, man. Tune in to my next fight. Follow me on Instagram, Eddie Vasquez, Texas, on Facebook, on, on Twitter, just, you know, stay up to date, man. There's a lot of exciting things coming. And, you know, I'm, I'll never disappoint the fans. I always come to bring the show and uh, bring the pressure and, you know, get the wins. And so uh, put your money on me. That's always my last question is what's the social. So you took you, you took liberties and you, you just uh, you just you just shouted it out. So you know, <laughs> we'll end there. Edward Vasquez, we look forward to seeing you in the ring and having you back on. We're going to have you on before uh, you fall next. And uh, we look forward to seeing you back in there. Hey, thank you, man. I really appreciate the opportunity. Our pleasure. Thank you. See you, man. Peace.